When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For international money transfers at your fingertips, choose Western Union, the fast and reliable way to send money to loved ones. Plus, new customers can enjoy a $0 transfer fee until October 31st when sending money online. Visit westernunion.com or download their app to get started today. Services offered by Western Union Financial Services, Inc., NMLS 906983 or Western Union International Services, LLC, NMLS 906985. Term supply, FX gain supply. Hello, welcome to episode 82 of Quateroni. And this episode, I'm talking to a couple of actresses that I saw in a play called The Good House of Happiness in Smock Alley a couple of weeks ago. And they are Zolzaya and Sarul, who are originally from Mongolia and are living in Ireland now. And the um, play I went to see was um, a kind of um, devised by the actor in the play and uh, the director and the uh, production company is Pan Pan and it, it was a mixture there was a Irish Mongolian Chinese and Korean actors and I loved it loved the music and loved everything about it um, so I decided and I knew one of the actors Bernie had done the Aya Clown uh, course with him so I contacted him and, and uh, contacted uh, um Sarul and Zulzai and had a chat with him and it was brilliant. Uh, it was on a lovely uh, Sunday evening, a lovely evening uh, up in their place in Dublin. But unfortunately, while I was chatting to them, someone was robbing my car. Yeah, my car got robbed during this con- following conversation. Don't let that sully, don't think, you know, I still haven't got the car back. And if you are, it's an X-Trail uh, Nissan um OHD three six seven. If you're driving the car, I, I could I have a back, and uh, uh, I'll say nothing. Just just give it back. Thanks. So, um, as since the last podcast, what I've I've been down at the uh, Galway Carnival Comedy Carnival, and I um, did a gig out in Spiddle. I did a couple of gigs. I did one out in, during the festival, and I did another one the week before uh, and uh, then I was in the um, uh, what do you call that Schneidenfugen uh, tent and um, in Air Square with David O'Doherty and uh, Kevin the uh, famous Kevin from Scotland and the Lords of Strat I did a gig it was in the round you know, in the round is where the audience are sitting all around you. And uh, I wasn't so... It was nice, but it's a bit weird being in the round. I nearly got dizzy just 
Because you just have to keep walking around and facing. Cause you can't just keep one part, half the audience there looking at your back for the whole gig. So you keep moving around. But the thing is, when you hit a punchline, you feel that you do the visual and the thing only to half or even a third of the audience get the full benefit. So uh, I wouldn't be a big fan of it. No. So uh, that was it. And then I did oh, Roisin Dove. I was down there doing improv with uh, the comedy improv players from London and uh, Phil Jupiter's and uh, Rich Hall joined us as well. That was lovely. And before that, there was a tribute to Sean Hughes in um, the Roisin Dove at two o'clock. Um, and uh, it's just very sad really Sean was um uh, I I knew him from way back before he became big before he went to London and he was in a double act called the Short and Curlies and they supported a band I was in called Guernica uh and we're down in the underground they opened for the band I think twice down in a the underground is a, was a venue on Dame Street, and he was a big fan of the band. Gary, a big fan, as he would know all the would have known all the songs and the lyrics of the songs. And I remember meeting him at the Edinburgh Festival years later, and uh, he's he was pissed, and he started singing one of the songs. So, yeah, that was um, it's really just shocking that he's dead and. And uh, I um, think kind of sad in a way. It's always sad when somebody like it's like when Dermot Morgan died, and you just think they're cut off in their wouldn't say prime, but um, certainly with a lot more to do. And it's a it's a sh- shock, and you've got to really think, you know, uh, do what you want to do, do what you have to do, do what you want to do now because you don't know how long you've got left as they say uh so um uh i and i because i'd even meant to uh interview him for the podcast last may or april he was over doing some radio shows and i was down there in the project and i met him a couple of times and i said oh gotta interview him for the podcast and I never got round to it. I was busy, and I thought I can do it. I can do it any time, you know. I can get him on Skype or something like that. And now, now I can't. So, um, yeah, Sean, sorry to see you go. Um, so and that's what I've been doing. Um, and uh, I will be doing gigs in Thailand coming up. I'm heading off on the 11th of November for a week I haven't got the exact venues and dates and all that here but uh, if you go on my website www.joerooneycomedian.com I'll put them all up there that's if you're listening to this podcast and uh, you're you're living in Thailand or will be there between the 11th and the 19th of November which is probably one person so how you doing come along uh, okay well here we go this is Zolzaya and Sarul from uh, the play The Good House of Happiness. See you on the other side. (laughs) 
so how did you come up with the play? Well, work? it all started. Um, well, I always wanted to try some acting. Uh-huh. But uh, I just never had the chance because, first of all, English is not my first language. Mm-hmm. So I was never really confident and up until now, maybe or maybe two years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I, I should do it. But then I just didn't have time. Mm. And then um, and then I started doing Bikram yoga, which is something completely different. And then Bikram yoga. Bikram yoga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my instructors, she's really cool. And um, I used to chat with her after the classes and stuff and um, I was friends with her on Facebook and one day out of nowhere she texted me saying oh it's Alzaya how are you um, haven't seen you for a while like me and both me and Sarul were doing Bikram yoga mm-hmm. in you know before as well so um, listen like um, a friend of mine he's in the production and they're doing this play and it's all it all involves um, non-Irish actors and you know, I just don't know what they're putting together right now, but, like, I just thought of you and Cyril. If you have time, maybe why don't you just go over and see what happens? So me and Cyril, we just, you know, we, I just texted her, and then we just went over, and um, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> So, Cyril, the, it starts with some pole work or pole dancing, whatever. So, and both of you do that. So was that something that you brought to the play? You, you brought that to um, it? Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having us. And um, it's a great pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yes. Um, yeah, I do pole fitness. I have been doing it for about three and a half years. And actually, mm-hmm. we started together as well. So mm-hmm. we have a habit of doing things together and <laughs> sticking mm-hmm. to it. Um, so that's how we both started doing pole fitness. And we were both working in the office and um, we just wanted, you know, let's just get some, you know, let's just move and, mm. you know, try to tone up or whatever. And Paul was one of the options and it was really, well, we really fun. And it was really, really like difficult in the beginning and we couldn't even lift ourselves up from the floor. And um, yeah, we've done many competitions and stuff like that. And uh, the latest competition I've done just before the play actually was the All-Ireland Championships in Belfast. And yeah. it's um, both Republic and Northern Ireland. And I was first time competing at the professional category. Mm-hmm. And I placed um, second and I won silver medal. Congratulations. <laughs> so that was, that was great. And uh, then moved mm-hmm. on straight away to the play. And obviously Gavin, the producers of the play, knew that you know pole dancing or pole fitness was part of you know what we do as mm-hmm. well as being an accountant in and working in the office and stuff like that. So they wanted to bring that in. And I think that was kind of a, a risk taking <laughs> from from their point of view, and I'm glad they did because I think it was really well received um, by everyone. Everyone loved it, I think. And and at the same time, you know, <coughs> Pan Pan, the production, they're just so open to anything. You know, they wanna just put together something crazy, like something unexpected. Mm. So um, Gowan goes, like, even if it's something glass of wine or anything, like, you know, table. Oh, wow, that's table. Like, that's amazing. Let's put it in. You know, <laughs> yeah. you can yeah. just put anything into the show mm. and just see if it's going to work. And he makes it work. Mm. Yeah. So then when he, he like, he had no... Um, plan of having any poll but then when he hear, when he heard that we do poll he was like oh okay 
that's just that's it. And that's it. Like there is no other. Uh, yeah. And, and then I asked him, like, so how are you going to? Where are you going to get the pole? And he was like, we'll build it. Mm. <laughs> and they literally did. They built um, a five meter pole because the ceiling is so high, and usually the poles we practice are the the, the poles that they sell in the industry it goes up to four meters. And right, and that had to go all the way up. Yeah, to and the and gallery. the ceiling floor to ceiling in yeah. um, Alley was five meters. And they got a team mm. of people in and they built the whole thing and got the measurements and everything. Mm. And we had a go at it. And um, no, it, uh, <laughs> so it's just they were really, really committed to mm. the idea. And that was really cool. So then uh, after, that's a great opening to the play. And then you all, <laughs> you all you. sit down and said hello <laughs> in different languages. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. what, what was the idea? And you did in Japanese as well. And there's yes. no one Japanese yeah, in no. the play. <laughs> no. but, so what was the idea? I think well, you did in Korean as well, did yes. you? Yeah, because yeah, um, Korean, Vietnamese... Yeah. Yeah. And and a small dialect in in Chinese as well. When Joyu goes Mong Dai, no one answers because you know <laughs> it's meant to be like a dialect that you know only specific region of in China kind of knows. So okay. we put that in just for the crack. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> explained that because I, yeah, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but wh- uh, why did you do the hellos in yeah, different languages? Yeah, and I think, so? uh, uh, well, I we weren't really sure why we were doing it mm. in the beginning, but um, it kind of eventually became clear that, you know, there is this over-politeness in mm. Asian countries. You know, they're really respectful and they bow and mm. they really, like, r- go on and repeating themselves over and over again. So it's just to kind of emphasize the over-politeness okay. in, in, a, in a bizarre way, mixing the different languages. And mm. we're meant to be, like, going to this uh, acting class basically you know 10 euro an hour or something in Pernell Street and then the, it's meant to be like a shit acting class um, and we were, all, we're all in we're all meeting each other for the first time but and just kind of the, the different saying it in different languages in various ways mm. just kind of creates mm. this awkward yeah, they just want to make moment. it yeah, awkward yeah. and funny and <laughs> just it was um, funny yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, the next bit I, that sticks out to me is when mm. you all start to to uh, abuse each other racially. <laughs> so. Oh my god! <laughs> so, <Yeah>. but, uh. <laughs> so you kind of say white people don't have a monopoly on well, racism. Uh, yeah, I think um, so. <laughs> I think they so. want to to audience to hear actually our own languages. Like most Irish people mm. wouldn't, they never heard of Mongolian languages, for example. Maybe Chinese, of course, like, well, but Cantonese not Mongolian or Korean. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, so like uh, it was so funny, like fighting with someone that's fighting back to you in in language that you don't understand. But we are both fighting with each other, so <laughs> like we could mm. be saying anything, yeah. you know. Um, mm. But then there's the source that let the back. So, um, yeah. well, is that in China? Would there be a lot of uh, friction between different uh, races, kind of different? Mm, well, uh, parts of China. You mean races? Well, like, uh, uh, so does you're a Mongolian, yeah. right? So, mm. would that be? Would you <coughs> find uh, racist abuse in China? Uh, well, not. It's <coughs> not like you, you don't really have anything personal towards any. It's just a stereotype. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's okay. more like a stereotype. Like we wouldn't be like, oh, that um, Chinese person or that Korean person or anything mm, like that. Mm. If just to someone individually, but as a whole, like there is the stereotype. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's like 
Ireland and, and England, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like How would you feel about yeah. British people? Like, you know, you, ha- you have no problem now, but back then. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's the same just thing. Just uh, superior. We are, we are cool now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, spe- especially to Joe, you and Sher and Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, on, on the, with the show... Um, mm. They were the, the producers, uh, one of, the, I think it was Aideen or someone. Oh, Simon, the composer. Mm. I was talking to him after one of the shows and he was saying, oh, uh, the fighting, Gavin always puts a fight in, in his place. <laughs> oh, so really? there, there had to be some sort of fight. Uh, <laughs> but no, like, I think it really kind of works because um, that is like, if you were... <clears throat> If you were in a group of friends and then you wanted to say something about, mm-hmm. like, if you're having discussion and then you were talking about China or, you know, that's just kind of a stereotype thing and th- that's what they were playing on. Yeah. And, um, it and was it's just funny really that Gavin funny. goes, okay, you and Cyril, you attack this Korean girl, EJ. Mm. And then you know it's it's not, like it's it's strange like you know wh- how what would you say even even though we know that she wouldn't understand still like <laughs> we wouldn't say anything bad like because normally we don't curse anyway yeah yeah so, so we were just all going yeah, all yeah in, like anything you. that enters in our head and then afterwards Gavin goes okay what did you say and you're like <laughs> oh you know you're Korean so you're you know obsessed with your skincare <laughs> but, uh, you know yeah, you, have yeah. you heard of they do this twelve steps skincare uh, like, my daughter told me about it actually of yeah skincare. yeah. Like, you know, yeah. that's crazy and then you're like oh you're just always you know st- with your skincare and all you have is you know being beauty and that's all like what's in your head like, you know trying yeah. to come up with some bad yeah. stuff but that's all i had or you know falling in love with your brother because you know mm. if you if you see a korean drama like korean drama is huge in in um asia yeah uh it's like hollywood uh, you know but like in asia so in china mongolia or japan like they all watch korean dramas ah. it's like huge mm. especially in mongolia like you, you turn on your tv and there's korean drama and it's all like soap drama oh. and um, yeah it's like east enders or fair city yeah. Yeah. but yeah. to um, a very um, grand scale <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. they're always so. eating or having soju <laughs> or falling there's always like three people you know <laughs> drama and then always someone dies in the end and it's always like heartbreaking and it's like, okay who's gonna die in this one <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. so, uh, so then we just came up with oh you know did you fall in love with your brother are you gonna die soon or kind of yeah, yeah. No, we were just mostly slagging each other with the stereotypes mm. you know uh, falling in love with your brother <clears throat> is something that happens in these soaps yeah, yeah really soaps that i love <laughs> yeah because because you, you got separated when you were young and you don't know oh, your siblings, right. but then you, you end know, up falling in love with him. And then there's yeah. also another third person who obviously, you know, you know, there's a triangle and you yeah. don't want that happening and someone goes into a car crash and loses the eyesight. And then, <laughs> and then you know, and then you, you get it back again and then, and then, but then you lose your memory. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then the girl if they get uh. really heartbroken and they really cry and then they just put whatever is in the fridge put it into this big bowl and then just mix everything the food and then they just eat it and cry over to the bowl and like that's always what we see <laughs> so I know they eat and cry it's comforting <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah eating your own tears yeah. <laughs> um. just off the topic now <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really cool. So, how did you? Uh, origi- why did you come to Ireland uh, yourselves? Anyway, just mm. yeah, we a, both came um, ten years ago, around yeah. the same time. We were both eighteen. Yeah, and um, 
like we were both newbies like I didn't know anyone except my cousin um, but I wasn't really close to him so it, I felt like and I had no English as well and not much money it's like you know Madonna story but it's <laughs> 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 brilliant it should be one of those Korean dramas yeah. actually <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um so then, yeah, uh, I just thought mm. I was going to... I made it easier for myself now, like, looking back. Otherwise, like, I wouldn't have known that I was going to stay here for 10 years. I just thought I was going to be here for two years just to learn some English, maybe save some money and just go back. But then after two years, it just didn't happen because, <clears> you know, I just, um, you know, I fell in love. You <laughs> fell in love with someone here. And um, mm. But, yeah, we both when you be So we have this Mongolian community, so we yeah. met. And then we were like, okay, why don't we be friends? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then we were like, you know, really fighting at first. Cause Who? You two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, yeah. it's been 10 years, so it's like a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. So you do yeah. everything together. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we've done um, so many things together. And I think uh, it's also important, I think, if you're starting a hobby or something, it's good to have a friend mm. as well. And, you know, if you're not, because if you're on your own, then you, I don't know how I felt there or might not come back. But if you have a friend, oh, let's just go together, you know, and mm. then, and then it kind of motivates to do it more. So I think that's, that was really important, especially in mm. terms of like doing Bikram yoga, which is like sweating in 40 degrees and for 19 minutes. And it's like, why would I go back <laughs> <laughs> or doing pole uh, fitness? Mm. It's very difficult and you can easily just give up. But if you have a, if you have yeah. a friend, you just go together and it's supportive and you have fun mm. as well. So I think that was kind of the, you know, um, the reason. And we also mm. did the Pan Pan show together. And if I went there on my own, I would I don't know if I would have done it, if you know what I mean. So, mm. so yeah, our friendship is really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it led us to so many different opportunities and it's been great. Um, mm. Yeah, for me, I came uh, about 10 and a half years ago, mm. just two months before she arrived. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then I came here to go to college, and um, my English, um, I, I learned when I, since I was seven, so my English wasn't really um, ah. uh, a, pr- a problem. So I came to co- uh, study college, and I studied accounting. Um, my logical brain hit me, and then I was like, okay, security is important, so mm. just do it. I didn't really know, um, but I was exactly doing but I just knew just thought from it from a security point of view Mm. and I finished my college and then I did the whole chartered accountancy exams and stuff and I got my qualification about two years ago so while I was doing that because it's so intense you have to you know work a lot and then you have to do all these exams so like doing pole and doing yoga as Mm. well that was just like a really nice getaway from it all (laughs) yeah yeah and so what do you what did you find Ireland a difficult place to live in? Uh, no, no, no. In fact, no. Um, it wasn't uh, exactly what I expected when I first what came here. What did you here. expect? Um, you know that skyscraper story that Bernie tells yes. or Joey tells? Did, could you the, tell it again? Because uh, <laughs> yes, of course. People yes. Wouldn't have so heard, basically, so. Uh, we were all having a discussion about how we felt when we first came to Ireland, and mm. I, you know, I was saying. I just expected to see like skyscrapers when I got off the airplane and like stuff that you see on MTV on because MTV and um, all these American channels would be really big in Mongolia and mm. that's what you're growing up with looking and then you expect the Western world to be the exact same 
and being young and ignorant, you know, I didn't even know <laughs> where Ireland existed on the map and stuff. Mm. And my mom one day said, okay, you're going to Ireland, you're going to go and study there. And she said, put me on a plane and then I left. Uh, so I just expected to see like big, big, tall buildings and just wasn't. And then I got off uh, at the airport and then you go through the... Uh, you go through the north side and you come into Dublin one and it's it's all very like flat houses yeah. and the f- tallest building I saw maybe it was like three stories or three <laughs> three floors <laughs> and I was like where are all the skyscrapers <laughs> where am I <laughs> really, yeah. please put me back on the plane <laughs> yeah really yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this fire then? <laughs> and then I saw this fire. <laughs> this massive um, thing. This massive yoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, there it is. And then I was Ooh. living in um, a bachelor's walk in, right in the heart of town. Yeah. And, you know, but uh, you kind of. And then I was living with. Um, a couple of Mongolians, so they were mm. really, really supportive and helpful. Mm. And because especially if you're just here, 18, and not, don't know many people, mm. you're gonna, it's kind of scary. So it was kind of you're, you're back in your Mongolian community then. So it wasn't really like a huge transition in terms of like culturally. So you're still close knitted there. And then, um, but then would you feel uh, that you've kind of broken out of that community now yes of course definitely mm. i stayed there one year and then um mm. and then i started living sharing with other people from different nationalities mm. and i've um yes yeah, so and then i how would you feel that you've changed then that if you had hadn't come to ireland or if you hadn't come to the um well i think it would have been a totally different um story like i think if i was back in mongolia i probably would have a couple of kids now yeah at the stage married settled um and very regimented in terms of the daily life and mm. stuff um like because it's very common that you have family very young over there like mm-hmm. as soon as you're 21 22 then you're talking about getting married if you're over 25 people are like raising eyebrows and like so mm. it's really and um i forgot to mention here um people here are so nice genuinely oh, really? <laughs> yeah yeah like they're really really friendly and you can go in a taxi you can have a nice conversation and just in general, the general vibe is really friendly. Mm. And yeah, of course, we, you have the odd like. Yeah, like people. we didn't know it um, <laughs> until mm. like we went to different countries mm. in Europe, and then we started yeah. to st- like. We, I expected like everyone in Europe would be the same, but <coughs> no, the huge difference. Like, of yeah. course, I'm sure you know it, and even like you know at the airport, and people are just you just come in at the airport, and the security yeah. guys they all make you know they make jokes, and it's just completely yeah, different story. Um, so then I really I really started to appreciate how nice people like Irish are always like you know funny and just. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, don't you think so? <laughs> you don't I don't know because I grew up here, so I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, def- and yeah. it's it's strange how quickly it felt like home to us, you know. Um, like especially f- mm. for me, uh, I went after being here for one year or maybe two years. I went away um, to b- bigger cities, m- bigger cities, much bigger like Paris and mm. U- London and stuff. And there, and it's brilliant. There's so much to do there. It's buzzing and stuff. 
But then I just missed Ireland. I just wanted to go back mm. to the to Dublin again, you know. And you, you missed the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, butter. <laughs> butter. Oh, I really did butter. Uh, I did miss yeah, butter. Yeah. Really? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, I just love Irish butter. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's like you know, oh, it's just one of the best things in the world. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, amazing. I'm the same. So y- You really, like, this is your home. You think this is your home now, no? Well, like, yes and no, because when you go home, it's your home too. Yeah. Sometimes when I feel down, it's like, oh, I feel like I have no country because, you know, or else when you feel good, it's like, well, I have two countries that I belong Mm. to. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. But would it be uh, difficult to go back now? If you say that you've changed... Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm, you've, of you've, course, mm. no. Um, like oh. all my friends and stuff would have already families and a couple of kids. They they're all really settled. So mm. I think going back. Uh, I am actually going back in January for yeah. for for a much longer period. I think I'll be living there most of the year ah. and trying to set up my own business there. Yes, yeah. like exciting and stuff like that. Cool. Um, but yeah, yeah it's but, but uh, it's more like. Um, if you have been living some place for 10 years and then, uh, you know, it's just for anyone, it would be, you know, it's kind of hard question. Mm. It's like, yeah, it's, you get used to the place and then going back, it's your home. But then at the same time, you just don't know. So I think, yeah, though, at the same time, I know, like, because Irish people have emigrated. Yeah, it's of course. part of the tradition. Yeah. And, they, and they've, I think a lot of Irish people emigrate and then Ireland changes. And when they come back, mm. they find it, weird that Ireland is not the Ireland they left. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, like back in Mongolia, the, everything mm. is changing so rapidly. And, mm. um, but at the same time, um, I, I really feel like I'm in between. It's like even if I go there, I don't belong there completely because of the mm. last 10 years I've spent here and how much that has changed mm. me as well. And also here, I don't fit in here quite 100% either. Mm. And... You know, if I go back to Mongolia, I I, I know I will just, you know, adapt very quickly. And of course, if I'm here, I'll just adapt again. So Mm -hmm. it's not really a completely bad position to be in, I suppose. (laughs) It's two homes. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And I think it's great if uh, like to accept that as well, Mm. instead of like trying to fit in in one place only, and that's that's it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And because there was a bit in the play where you were talking about the. it was funny actually about the young boys wearing the tracksuits and their hands down the <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> down <Cher>. the front <laughs> yeah Cher would have loved that story <laughs> hey um, you take out your hands from your pants stop playing oh, with your mickeys <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, like I wish she was here but too like, actually. But you <laughs> tend to see it like where depending on where you are if you're on the north side then you get to see that a lot. But if you're on the south side, maybe people tend to hide it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Depends what part of the south side isn't all posh. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I actually didn't. Uh, but isn't it strange? Like, because you don't see it in Asia at all. Like, and what mm. is with this thing? It's but strange for me because it's yeah. a generational thing as well. <laughs> maybe it's too, because of Eminem. I, I blame him. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely comes uh, from yeah, the hip hop or rap. There, definitely yeah, comes yeah. from rap, but I still yeah. I don't see rappers. Do don't rappers do that? Well, definitely Eminem for sure. Does he do that? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. the tracks okay. at bottom. And, oh, yeah. maybe. Uh, or maybe it's their mickeys. You know. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
But uh, it's <laughs> true, though. You, you don't really see that in other, on other countries if you go. Like, you don't really, unless... Yeah. Unless because we were just tourists, you don't really get to see. Well, at the same time, we've never been to America, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You haven't been to the north side of whatever, Barcelona or whatever. The, the working yeah. class area or of Paris. Yeah. Maybe it's happening. Mm, yeah, maybe. The Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Le Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mickey. Uh. But uh, yeah, that stood out. That was funny. So who, who did the music for the, the play? Uh, Simon Schroeder. Schroeder. Yeah. His uh, stage name is, I think, Simon Schroeder. And he yeah. worked um, for Pam Pam for the last two years. So yeah. he, uh, yeah, he just came up with the melodies. I think all the lyrics were written by both Gavin and Eugene, mm. the playwriters. And, oh, okay. um, and yeah, he's, he's, I really like his work, yeah. Oh, and, amazing. He, and he oh was really, God. really involved in the whole process as well. It just goes straight to your heart, isn't it? Mm. The lyrics, the music, melody, it's just, you know, it's, it's really true. Like, um, especially, you know, um, like honest people go nowhere. Like, <laughs> I hope <laughs> not fully true. But then when you really like when I was in the play, it's like, oh, my God, it is what it is. It's, um, it's mm. like bang on the lyrics <coughs> and the melody. It's just, and especially after this, uh, you know, over the top comedy, mm-hmm. and then we just go into that song. I just yeah. thought it was like yeah. so smart. Yeah. And I think we had about seventeen songs. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, definitely. And how we many did you use? By four? We, we used three or four. Four only. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah, uh, yeah we mm. were rehearsing just the amount of work that goes into it is insane because we mm. were rehearsing so many times we were singing maybe 17 songs were written I think and then we were rehearsing mm. maybe 10 of them and then we were just doing it over and over again and, and the directors um, Gavin wanted to pick the one that felt the most right and mm. you know suited the theme and suited the play mm. so um, we ended up um, using four yeah. yeah and do you remember the song that goes um if you listen to any story, it is your own story. Yes, that's love that. Just to your rhythm. own rhythm. <laughs> yes, and like that's just so to your own amazing. Rhythm. When you yeah. think about it, like mm. you know, no matter what kind of life you have, like we all human and we all go through the same stuff in a different rhythm. You know, it's yeah. Um, mm. So it's. I just thought, wow! I just love that song. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like as if you listen to the story through your own life experience. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Put yeah. that on it. Yeah. But he said it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think you'll do more acting <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um, yeah I would love to because um, I never like to be honest I never been to many plays myself just once which mm-hmm. was the um, the importance of being earnest. Yeah. And um, where was well, that? I I liked it. I wasn't crazy about it. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And. Um, so then being on, on in a play myself and being live I now I get it why why it's so you know theater is still like um it exists and it's amazing because it's I know cinema movies it took over quite a, a bit but then I just realized being on stage live and doing this and you really connect with people you people can really see your mm-hmm. emotion and reaction and you 
you know, that's the real connection is there rather than having it on screen. So yeah, the I energy really felt the magical yeah. of it. So I would love to try more if there's any opportunity or, you know, I might just try some more acting classes mm-hmm. and, mm. and see how and it goes. Are you an accountant as well? Uh, well, no. I work for an accounting firm, uh, but yeah. I don't actually do accountancy. I just do more of uh, bookkeeping, company secretarial work. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. you, should, you, you should both you know continue <laughs> acting I think. Really? yeah it was brilliant <laughs> like I'm actually guilty of not going to much theatre as well mm. but I've made an effort mm, I, was yeah. in, I was in a play last um, April so I thought I'm in a play I should really go see some plays because mm. yeah, there are people yeah, come yeah, see yeah, my yeah. play yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I started going to a lot so in the last uh, week I went to see a lot in the Dublin theatre mm. festival <laughs> and uh yeah. That was brilliant. My daughter is 16 oh. and she really loved it. Really? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really nice. It was so yeah. amazing. Like some of my our friends came to see the show and like they were like, "Oh, we just came to see you," you know, not they were they mm. were like honest and then they just got lost in the play which yeah. was, that's what we want to hear. It. Not yeah. because mm. they want us come and see us. Yeah. You know, just and then they just didn't expect it and they were like true they truly loved it and all the reviews feedbacks from yeah. them was just amazing. Like, yeah, and I think a lot of my, our friends, because we didn't really say exactly what we were doing because, you know, it, just not to ruin the experience for them and mm. they literally thought we would just have a maybe small part and you, you, you kind of go, go on stage and then you get off and then that's it and we were like what just happened yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, so no and we also that's what we thought in the beginning as well we would just um we don't we won't really have many lines and and that's it (laughs) yeah and Mm. i've never actually like acting i i know i knew ruby wanted to do some acting and i knew she wanted to be involved somehow Mm. but for me i just never you know it never really crossed my mind and yeah. um, and then I, you know, Ruby said, "Oh, you know, let's do this." And mm. I was a bit hesitant. I yeah. I nearly pulled out twice. Oh, and yeah? I actually messaged like, "I don't think I can do this." <laughs> um, oh. And then Gavin was like, "No, no, no, uh, just do it." And you know, you can you can come and go as you please for the rehearsals, but just try to come to as many as possible. And I think I kind of freaked out because I was preparing for the biggest competition that I was going to do in terms of like pole and. Mm. Um, so <laughs> no, but if yeah, I'm re- I really enjoyed it. Um, and obviously, if there is more opportunities, probably wouldn't say no. And mm. um, and do you think this this play will uh, you'll perform it again? Uh, well, Maybe. that oh was my a, god, that would be amazing. <laughs> would be amazing. Oh, yeah, and like even yeah. we have this WhatsApp group chat. Um, oh, yeah. you know uh, the, the, uh, all the actors and we're like keep missing each other like, <laughs> keep saying oh I miss you I miss you because <laughs> we've been rehearsing since like April or like actual rehearsals started from August mm-hmm. but like yeah. every day uh, every evening is for me anyway I do my job and then I finish and I go to rehearse and that was my lifestyle mm-hmm. and then now it's all over and it's like oh my god you really get gonna close do? don't yeah, you when you're with yeah. 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 when the Bernie or Joyu says oh theatre is how really people do connect and, and you know he says it in such a funny way but mm. it's actually true like it really connects people oh even when it's I amazing. did yeah no amazing it's it's amazing when we did that class Bernie was in that class <laughs> we did the I a clown I a clown it's called <laughs> and it was only five days but we were all like we have an <laughs> we have WhatsApp uh, <laughs> as well yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how close you can get because yeah. you have to trust each other. Mm. Mm. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Um, 
yeah, maybe we'll get an agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see how it goes. And actually, like, because we did the talking theater on Saturday after the mm. afternoon show, so there was um, a journalist who came and, you know, mm. the audience who was at the show stayed over and asked the questions from the cast and stuff. And one mm. of the questions was, do you think this uh, play will tour? And um, basically, I think they're going to submit the video to a couple of festivals and stuff and see how, how what response they get. And, and it'll be amazing if we, if we tour. But I think all the cast is kind of breaking away. Mm. Like Bernie is going back and Ashley is going, going, going back for a year. Who's that? Ashley is the main girl. Main main girl. girl. Yes. Yeah. And she, she's training to be an actress, is she? She is. Yeah, yeah. but she's going back. Uh, oh. I hope she, like, you know, she does it over, yeah. over in China. But yeah. like, I just think she is super talented. Like, she yeah, is brilliant. Amazing, yeah. And she yeah. has an amazing scream. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so loud. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. But then, um, uh, you know, the whole play, the most of the stories are based on our true stories. Yeah. And that story that's, uh, do you remember her father bit? Oh my God, it's a true story. And like, but every time I hear it, it's like, um, you know... Yeah, I almost lose it. I yeah. was really getting it's, tearful listening to yeah. that. Um, I lost um, it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And I can see the every time show. she says it, like, she wants to cry. Or she, she I could that. see yeah, the, the, her yeah. eyes watering. Yeah. yeah. So That's incredible. Yeah. I don't know if I should tell that story... Just give me give me the kind of outline of that story. Uh, no, um, like her father, um, maybe ten years ago, mm. he started gambling, and mm. one day when she wakes up, and all her home, her stuff, everything is gone because he gambled, and mm. they had to move into this really, you know, shitty place in a, a rough area. Yeah, um, rough area mm. where the cockroaches mm. everywhere, and all. And there's a brothel downstairs. Bro- brothel, and then yeah. still, she had to wake up in the morning and you know make breakfast for breakfast for her father, and mm. but like, you know, she can see like someone who she respected, and her father, and then in front of her eyes, he just turns into this weak, um, someone who she just you know wa- you know wants to. <laughs> kill uh, no you know just yeah just um yeah there's a love hate thing mm. yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like oh my god i just can't imagine going through that stuff it's and like, she tells it so well it's yeah. just amazing yeah and uh, amazing. at the talking theater with the journalist asked though is, the, is any of the story true mm. or is it based on real life and i know and then she said yes and um they were just saying, like, was it difficult to share that story and what made you, you know, share the story? And she was saying, obviously, it's very personal and um, it, it, it was not very difficult. And, she, you know, it's so personal that how would you even go about do, putting it in the, you know, how would you express it and stuff? Um, but basically, she told the whole story to the writers and they recorded the whole thing. It turned into a 17-page long a script mm. and they narrowed it down down to like a page and she was just saying that um for the writers to be able to articulate what she exactly wanted to say in in a in a version that can actually uh, not be too um deep or in 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 a way that it can be a performance for the audience as well in mm. that they can take it I think she she said um, it was brilliant to work with them uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Incredible. Mm. The script was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
And Zaza, you had a story about the monks. Oh. <laughs> Is that true? It's actually yeah. Because there's this inspiring woman sitting right next to me. Because yeah. um, um, her grandmother went to India to get some eye surgery because you know mm. she's almost blind now. Mm. And she, Sarul, um, brought her grandmother to India all by herself. And her mom, her grandmother, got some surgery and. You know, I just um, I just think it's amazing what she did. Mm. And the day when she flew and her grandmother flew to India, her mom, Saru's mom, wanted to go to this temple, which is in the middle of the countryside. And um, mm. I never did it before. And she wanted to do this to do this prostration around the whole temple. I just, you know, when she said, oh, you know, I'm going to do this, I just thought maybe I'll do it too because I had my own stuff, like, that I, I always wanted to try this because... I had some loss as well, so mm. I just thought maybe it's going to relieve me as well. So then I got there and then I saw the temple. Oh my God, it's huge. <laughs> and it's like, it's all together. It's uh, a kilometer and 600 meters. And we had to go go up and down, up yeah. and down. The whole so you've got to there. prostrate yourself yeah. right down. And then get up and then press the length of your yeah, body yeah, and just yeah, keep yeah, yeah. going so for 1.6 like kilometers. Yeah. So I just didn't realize it was that, you know. And did you do that? Yeah. And then oh in God. the end, we were all just dying. And then it's a true story that um, mm. one of us, you know, she was um, she she was really sick, but still she managed to finish it, yeah. even though she was really really sick. And as soon as she finished, she threw up and she couldn't even speak. But I don't know how like she really managed to mm. do that. And then, um, True and then, and then, because <laughs> mm. I was on my holiday, I didn't want to go back to the city straight after that. I wanted to enjoy the countryside, but I didn't know anyone. But then there was this uh, monk that Saru's mom knew, mm. so he was showing me around the countryside the next <laughs> day, and we, we, <laughs> you know, it was just nice. We enjoyed mm. the day, and he was um, a nice uh, monk, nice guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I went back to the city. <laughs> the city you know he just it seems like he kind of uh liked me he had a crush on me okay so when i came back i told the story to gavin and Eugene, but i didn't say <laughs> he fell in love with me <laughs> of course they had to make it like oh the monk falling in love yeah. with me and stuff so I, I i yeah that's in the script that's in the play which i think it's it's brilliant it's good <laughs> no it's good it's good it's, it's good. funny it's better than a crush yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, there it's it's amazing. So um I hope it it does uh, go on and perform again. Yeah. And it's too. really I think it's good for Ireland to have well, I don't get to see much uh you know interracial kind of mm. f- hear people's stories and Yeah. Uh, and know. I think that was the so, whole idea behind um like touching on racism as well and mm. you know Irish people not like open about, you know, talking about racism mm. openly and stuff and I think it uh, you know Gavin wanted to touch on that subject because mm. that's and, what he wanted to do and not only that I mean we're all everybody's kind mm, of, of has course. prejudices yes, right yes, yes. and and the prejudice that most white people probably have of Asians is what you did at the beginning where everyone's really polite mm. yes 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 do you know yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of polite yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fight yeah. and then you see <laughs> this yeah. and then that's how you yeah. actually feel <laughs> you know yeah. but so. yeah the play we really like covered racism as well as do mm. we you know like is it money or love what, what that was a good point what's I've just most for- important or, you know, yeah yeah really yeah 
Uh, they covered it really well in a, in a light conversational way, but then yeah. it wasn't too crazy or too. No, big. no, no, totally entertaining. Yeah. There was yeah. loads of laughs and yeah. <laughs> and and uh, music and everything. Yeah, that was a good point. The money or love thing, because yeah. you said um, <coughs> that in China, the lot of the. Mothers rather, and fathers are not in love. They, how do you say, one bed, two dreams? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, and yeah. they'd rather yeah. um, cry in a BMW than laugh on a bicycle. <gasps> that was the point. <laughs> yeah. It was all about, I prefer yeah. to have yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Cher goes, you should only marry rich guys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, is, that, uh, is that a cultural thing? Well, yeah. like, not in Mongolia. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not being. But... Um, yeah, you know, it's more like old-fashioned way, I suppose, and maybe in some area in China still. Yeah, I, well, think, I think it's, it's I think it's like materialism, you know, yeah, the world like is going... Even like in Ireland. I think in Ireland as well, yeah. 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 It um, used to be like that, but now we know what's more important, like, you know, what, it's love. It's um, yeah. You have to feel it, like, uh, no matter what kind of car you have. If you're not happy, you're not happy. Yeah, it's just a personal choice. It's even worse, probably, to be lonely in a nice house. I prefer love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good point. You just reminded me of that. So that that was loads of great stuff in it. Um, Oh, listen, thanks a lot for for having the chat. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. hope you enjoyed that um and if you did go on itunes give me five stars give me a review and uh, the podcast is now also on spotify and i'm delighted to be uh, working with headstuff um and uh, i'd like to thank uh daniel rooney for the music on the podcast and uh, and thank you for listening thank you for downloading and subscribing and also all that malarkey um yes oh so i'm in the middle of moving flat at the moment and uh it's it's great because i'm moving to a nice bigger place but it's shit because i don't have a car so uh I'm renting a car though, so it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, listen. Uh, thanks for subscribing one more time, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. And don't forget, you can get me on Joe Rooney One on Twitter on www.joerooneycomedian.com, and of course on Instagram, Facebook, the usual. Yeah, all that. Okay, talk to you. Bye. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. How can I help? Hi, thanks for telling my family and me about Toyota's national sales event. We got a new RAV4 during the event, and it's been great. Well, that makes me happy. Right now through September 6th, it is the best time to drive off in a new Camry Hybrid, Tacoma, and more. So what are you up to? 
You know, we took the RAV4 to a great spot, and now we're exploring a cave. Amazing. Yeah, my wife talked me into spelunking. I'm actually a complete and absolute amateur. Absolute amateur. Absolute amateur. Huh, I could have done without the echo on that. Toyota's national sales event is on. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today to enjoy every last second of summer. Toyota, let's go places. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Event ends September 6th.